0: Welcome to the Sunday Homily Podcast from Holy Family Catholic Community in Orlando, Florida.
1: Good morning. Happy Easter. Yeah. I want to mention to you that we're hearing from the Gospel of John. And the Gospel of John is a different type of literature than than Matthew, Mark, and Luke. In the sense that he's not really concerned about historical uh, timeline aspects. That's why you hear that when Jesus appears to these disciples, you know, he breathed on them and they received the Holy Spirit. Unlike what we consider the Feast of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit came upon them. He's he's putting these together so that we may understand. The whole purpose of the Gospel of John is to remind ourselves to tell those people who do not see Jesus about his resurrection, that you may believe who Jesus is and what he has done for you and that he has risen from the dead and we saw it. That's the whole message that he's trying to give us and he's trying to tell us that, that understanding, that great strength that occurs when we believe. And this, is, this gospel is probably one of the most powerful gospels that we have in the sense that it, it speaks to all of us of what our faith is about. What we are called to to grasp hold of and say, yes, I believe that Jesus rose from the dead. I believe that he's died for my sins. I believe that my relationship and the love of God is a part of my life. That's the message. And we hear it from the very beginning. At At the beginning of this gospel, Jesus turns around and he says, you know, He appears, these are the disciples that are in a locked room, scared as anything after the death of Jesus, and then all of a sudden, the doors are locked, and all of a sudden he appears. Wouldn't you be scared? Wouldn't you be fearful? Oh my gosh, they think he's a ghost. And the first thing he says, he says, peace be with you. Most scholars say that that word peace and rejoice are very similar in, in, in in their language. But since Jesus says it several times, it emphasizes that peace. Even though the, the disciples responded, they rejoiced to, to see him. The peace of the Lord be with you is to put yourselves at ease, to recognize that, what he, that he is there. And even though they sometimes do not recognize him because he looks different, but he, they see that he is there and he's the first thing he constantly says i give you that that calmness that i give you that, that peace that you may realize what i've done you may realize that what that what what this is all about and then he, what does he so, so tell them he blows on them emphasizing that to receive the holy spirit so that you may understand a little bit more so that you may understand what has happened and of course he says, he tells them, he says, the forgiveness, what you forgive, that's, what, that's, you know, that's the whole reason why he dies, isn't it? He dies to forgive us of our sins. And he says, what, you, what I have done, you must do as well. For those of you who believe, you must forgive. You must give that forgiveness to others. You must allow them to see the love of God in their lives. That's why this Mercy Sunday was named on this, because, you know, these readings, the readings that we have, this is one of the few Sundays that, you know, we have a cycle of A, B, and C of, of, of different readings every year. This is one of the few Sundays where this gospel is for every year to remind ourselves how strong God's presence is. To remind ourselves what, what God has in store for us. Now I mentioned to you about the, about the, uh, the aspect of, of the, the first two readings. The first reading emphasizes later on how the disciples, they realized, they grasped hold of this message. And what did they do? They realized that life has no, has no importance unless with Christ, with his love that they gave of themselves. And so it tells the story of the early church that was strong enough to say, we don't really care about our money, our possessions, and so we share it so that, so that everyone may see the love of God. And they had no fears because they believed. They understood. The second reading talks about it's it from James, it turns around and he turns around and tells us that you believe in all of these things because of the power of Christ. His, Christ died on the cross for you, and it's not just baptism that you have acclaimed that I'm, I'm a member of the, of the Lord, but the baptism, he says, it's a baptism of water, blood, and the Spirit. And those, what are those three things? The three sacraments that we have the sacrament of baptism, the sacrament of the Eucharist, and the sacrament of, the, of confirmation, where we receive the Holy Spirit. All three of those sacraments are what sustains us, what gives us the strength to be able to say, yes, I come to the Eucharist so that I may be nurtured and see that Jesus has died for me, that God has given me strength for that, that I may have that grasp of what Christ has done. And it's not when he talks about uh, uh, water and blood but he talks about the, it's really talking about when the sword pierced Jesus' side, what poured out? It says in the gospel, especially of John poured out water and blood. Come together with that baptism that we are baptized into the Lord. I believe. And then he sends the Holy Spirit so that we may be nurtured and strengthened. Even though we may not have seen him, we understand his love. Now, let me get to the doubting Thomas. You all know that story. Thomas wasn't there the first time. And so when the disciples come and tell him, we've seen the Lord, we've seen the Lord. This is Thomas, this is the one in the gospel that turns around when Jesus is up in Galilee and he says, let's go back to Jerusalem. Thomas is the one who speaks out and says, going back to die, because he knew the threats there, but he followed Jesus. He followed, I'll be with you no matter what. And so, but also, we also hear that when Jesus is as captured and taken away, who runs off with the rest? Thomas. He feels guilty. He feels like he has, he has failed the Lord. And so when the other apostles turn around and say, we've seen the Lord, and he says, oh, yeah, yeah like the Lord's going to do anything for the, us, for, for those who have abandoned him. But No. And less than a week later, Jesus appears once again, and Thomas is there. And what does Jesus say? Peace be with you. Thomas, look at my hands. Look at my side. And Thomas immediately recognizes who Jesus is, my Lord and my God. And Jesus turns to him and he says, have you believed just because you've seen You need to believe because the forgiveness of God, the power of God's love, the power that God has in store for all of us who believe, to take that extra step to be able to say that we are far blessed far more than any of the disciples who saw Jesus. They knew. They experienced it. Oh, it would be a lot easier, wouldn't it? If Jesus appeared here today and said, hey folks, here I am. See what I've done for you? Peace be with you. We'd be all coming out here. Boy, this would have been a great day to get to have a, have a financial help for the parish or whatever. Just joking. All right, but the thing is, is that I mean, this is exactly what, what the early church realized. But the fact is, is that Jesus says, greater, greater is the faith of those who believe and do not see. Our faith has been, is nurtured by the Holy Spirit, nurtured by the Eucharist, and proclaimed by our baptism. It is a reminder to us what our faith is. That, you know, and it's Thomas, Thomas doubted. Thomas doubted because of his fear. Thomas doubted because he was unable to recognize it. He says, unless I see his hand and his side, I'll not believe. How many of us have said that in our lives? How many of us have turned around and say, you know, these, or the, or the, this pandemic, Lord, if you take care of this, I'll, I'll believe, I'll do this, I'll do that. How many of us say to the Lord, I'll be a good person if you take care of mom, if she, that she doesn't die, or, or have, have maybe help me win the lottery, or whatever. But no, that's exactly what Thomas does. And we're called to be above that. We're called to recognize no matter what, we put our trust in the Lord. We recognize his love for us. We hold on to it and recognize we are strengthened by his spirit and the Eucharist. We recognize God's love in our lives, and we live it. I could go on on this one, as you can tell, but I think that's enough. I think that's enough for us to be able to look at ourselves and say, do I truly believe? You know, I always say something about the disciples. They they had the advantage of seeing the Lord. They had that great advantage to the point that, you know, (laughs) they would think, oh, they are so blessed. They were so blessed in the sense that they realized that death had no power over them. That's why every single one of the apostles suffered horrible deaths. They went to the lions recognizing, I believe, I know there's eternal life. I saw the Lord Jesus at his resurrection. Nothing can harm me. Do we say that? Can we say that? Do we have that strength and that faith
0: to say that? The Sunday homily is produced by CCTN, the Catholic Community Television Network from Holy Family Catholic Community in Orlando. If you like our podcast, please consider supporting us with a donation to CCTN 5125 South Apopka Vineland Road, Orlando, Florida 32819. For more information and a link to make a donation over the internet, please refer to the podcast description. Thanks for listening. Have a blessed week and please come back next Sunday.